really good. Re- before, before we wrap up and finish, I just wanted to ask, like, how would you say, like, if you sum up say games and Voodoo's forays into mm. hybrid casual, how would you say they differ, and how would you say they're the same? Um, or who does are, better? Yeah, who does? Yeah, yeah. my I think uh, say games. Games. I think problem, so too, right? The problem with Voodoo One is that they don't have many of these, and it's still better to have like five failed pirate raids. This is no bullshit gaming podcast. Two and a half gamers sharing actionable insights, dropping knowledge from our day-to-day user acquisition, game design, and ad monetization jobs. We are definitely not discussing the latest industry news, but having so much fun. Let's not forget this is a 4 a.m. conference discussion vibe, so let's not take it too seriously. Yeah. Okay. Take it, take it away, Maven. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> 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 welcome, everyone. It's uh, it's your favorite crew. Uh, it's uh, two and a half gamer session number seventy-two. My name is Matija Lancharic. I'm Felix Broberg. And I'm Jakub Remier. And we are your hosts. Uh, so before we start talking about our main topic today, we have a few things uh, I, I want to talk about. South Korea, we are leaving next week. Well, I guess this episode is going live on Monday, so we are leaving today. We're flying <laughs> as you hear this. Yes, you, exactly. So we are above your heads, obviously, in the plane. <laughs> Okay, so we see you there. We have the Two and a Half Gamers Mobile Summit, which is oversubscribed. By a lot. <laughs> yeah, we have 70, 70 people. Well, 70, yeah, 70 spots capacity, and we have well, like 200 people signed up. Thank you very much. See you there. Uh, and then we have Applavin App Amplify event. So it's going to be also very interesting. Uh, see you also there. Uh, thank you, Applavin, for inviting us there as well. Uh, and then, secondly, some industry friends reached out after our episode uh, about Voodoo. Uh, that mob control revenue is actually three or four times higher than what we uh, we discussed. Good job, guys, uh, from Voodoo, and <laughs> thanks for uh, telling us like how it actually is because we all, all already had some different numbers in the tools that we use but yeah what can uh, what can we do i know uh, like uh, one point for voodoo and one negative point for all the data tools that we use exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so yeah uh today we actually continue our hyper casual to hybrid casual uh story and now we're talking about say games so again uh, say games, and I, you know, I will quote from an article uh, that was published by our very good friend Neil Long from Mobile Gamer Biz. Cheers to you, cheers to you, Felix, as well. So, uh, in that article, he was talking to to Yegor, the CEO of Say Games, and uh, and I quote: "This year, uh, which is 2023." It's certainly going to be difficult for those studios who relied on the old hyper casual success formula. He also says that uh, future success is going to depend on studios' ability to create deeper game experiences as well as publishers uh, will nurture these qualities and share expertise to help developers grow. So I found an interesting update to the article and to the, <laughs> to the interview uh, because uh, they were talking about how, say, game is moving from hyper-casual to hybrid-casual, but there is a very big but. 
Seigame's representatives reported that the portal mobile gamer.biz incorrectly understood the words of the <laughs> the words of the CEO and uh, about the company's departure from hyper casual games. So so I quote uh, they we continue to work on creating new hyper casual games with our partners, but at the same time we are increasing the amount of resources allocated to the development of hybrid casual games uh, due to the strategic focus on this genre, which is, I mean, obvious. They even like five months ago, uh, Say Games published a post on LinkedIn saying uh, um, something about like their achievements. So they achieved exceptional growth in in-app purchases revenue, reaching. 37.5 million in 2022, which is year over year increase of 350%. And they said this is a testament to their successful hybrid monetization strategy, which includes advanced publishing tools, growing the expert team, whatever that means, and uh, a joint shift to live ops games with 30 plus developer partners. Hmm. So, you know. Uh, one tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the article that Neil posted there was quoted, or let's say the title of the article was "Hypercasual firms must adapt or die." Yeah. Maybe that was the misunderstood part. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, they published like well, like above uh, like more than one hundred games uh, and reached four billion dollars. I mean, that's impressive. Um, but they only have well, like four hybrid casual games. Well, only. <laughs> I mean, top hybrid casual games include Dreamdale, uh, Squad Alpha, My Little Universe, and I think what, like Pirate Raid as well. But today we are going to talk about Dreamdale and Pirate Raid. So let's fucking go, guys. Yeah, game design go first? or Yeah, just one note for those curious why we're not talking about Squad Alpha being the second game with the most IP revenue in the portfolio. We are picking <laughs> a different game because Mr. Felix Hill thought it was too casual for him. Not hybrid casual. <laughs> That's one thing. And the other thing is that... Which is Squad an... Alpha? Squad Alpha, yeah. It's an iteration of Archero, which we yeah. covered like four, five times this model. And this time we're picking Pirate Raid, which is not that successful. And we're going to talk also why we think it's not that successful but it's a hybrid casual one and also you, you should say you love pirates and you need i love pirates i'm sorry pirates like, the second ship you get is the queen anne's revenge i was just like this is great and you were complaining the whole time i like the game yeah let, let's continue go on felix <laughs> okay so should i start uh could you pull up dreamdale yeah uh, and basically show some gameplay while i'm doing this so is it just me, or is Dreamdale like a casual version of the scavenging game Last Day on Earth? Like, it, it just really like a lot of similarities. Man, it's like the most happiest thing ever. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give a brief intro to like what the game is all about, Remo, and like how it works, and then I can talk about the admon stuff because yeah. it's li- really interesting. Like, they've actually made some really ingenious, clever solutions here, and it's going to be interesting to talk about it. Oh, nice. So he's yeah. uh, rewarding <laughs> right video simulator. But Rima, do you just want to give a brief introduction to Dreamdale and like how the game works? Yep, true. So Dreamdale is pretty much this kind of a survival base builder slash RPG. 
that uh, seems, I would say, very clever. It's literally the game you know from the creatives, not the one you're currently watching. As <laughs> being force-fed creatives is one Just... of the specialties of that game. But uh, but uh, yeah, here here you can see, for instance, let me go here. So you you picking resources that are pretty much being piled up onto you. And then when you need to pay them at like whatever, build something or kind of do something somewhere, they pretty much literally just pop up out of your backpack. And it's very similar to that Golden Goblins creative that a lot of uh, market participants ad adapted. And this is that game, literally. So the whole UI is pretty much offset into the game itself. You, you see like you don't really go through there's just one button control which is very clever and on top of that they added some rpg mechanics you have uh item progression you have combat there you have dungeons you have like some other mechanics that i probably haven't unlocked yet because i was force fed too much ads and then um yeah maybe if you play on your phone you can you can uh, turn off the internet connection or wi-fi and then you can play without ads i did that for the pirate game for pirates like <laughs> yeah, i actually did it as well but we'll get there later of course <laughs> exactly <laughs> Okay, yeah, so... I, ju I just wanted to have the, all of the experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, all of the experience on your fucking uh, PC. Can yeah. you get your mobile phone out okay, of but, your pocket? But, but okay. from an admon perspective, Dreamdale is super interesting because the whole economy is held up Ooh. by the rewarded ad unit, which is like everywhere. It append like it appears every time you're in need of anything. Any of your problems in this game can be solved with a rewarded ad. <laughs> as soon as you like hit a little bit of friction, uh, there's a rewarded ad unit to help you along. <laughs> there's nice. rewarded ad slots for gaining in-game currency, uh, in-game consumables like pets or powered-up tools that you can use for like five minutes. There's wearables that appear like randomly on the game mat, uh, game map. Uh, honestly, there's so many rewarded video placements that is hard to count. Uh, once you watched a boatload of rewarded videos, that's <laughs> when you start getting hit with interstitial ads. Uh, they appear randomly at about a three or four minute increments at first, and then it starts getting smaller and smaller, the increments. Uh, or like when upgrades have been made, that's also when they pop up. So what's most interesting from an admon perspective is actually found in the store. Uh, so if you go into the store, Remo. Oh no, you got an interstitial. So you can go in the store. Okay, so you can oh, remove. This, oh, man. You can remove forced ads uh, or interstitials for eight ninety nine, along with some wooden coins. But what's really struck me from an admon perspective when you're first playing this game is that all the rewarded ads seem to have the super aggressive end cards and last at very long durations. So the forty to sixty second videos that are super annoying. Usually add one managers like try to tame, you know, the networks like down network. We don't want to see that. And basically showing shorter and less aggressive end cards. So because these longer ad formats hurts retention, but Dreamdale just went nuts on this long end for comrade. They're just letting everyone go wild. And it didn't make sense to me at all until I went into the store. And what's super interesting is that in the store, you can buy tickets. Uh, with one ticket, you can skip one rewarded ad and you get the reward. So my theory here is that they don't care about the annoying end cards and the long video end quality because they simply want to push users to buy these tickets, tickets so they can skip it all together. Man, genius! Isn't isn't this skip it as we do? 
we discussed this in the yeah. in the previous the new hybrid casual yeah. monetization method skip it yeah so <laughs> every like these tickets they work out to about 20 cents skipping a rewarded ad unit so take the google 30 percent and apple tax that means that say games is earning about 14 cents a ticket compared to uh two to three cents that a rewarded ad mm. impression in america will fetch you so you know it's quite a big premium on top of that so nice. quite interesting so i think that they're basically trying to make the rewarded ad experience so dreadful that they're basically so you, you, pushing you users to buy these tickets <laughs> yeah uh so uh, I would say probably from my estimates that Dreamdale Impdao is around 11 and Interstitials is around four. Uh, I'd say that like that brings the ad revenue to about 44 grand a day on enters and around Ooh. 120 a day on, uh, on rewarded ads. So maybe 160K a day. Uh, IAPs from my data tool that I was using uh, I guess now we've proven it that it's actually the world's worst data tool. So <laughs> it says here that 2.6 million in the last four weeks on IAPs. So that means that 58% of that would be ad revenue. So on top of that. So, dude, I I just check. I'm just, I exactly uh, checked this now, and they are apparently making well like 50k a day on on in apps at the moment for last like three weeks or four weeks since they started scaling. So. Take By that. the way, do Which you one? also see that it's mainly on iOS and mainly I mean <laughs> exclusively? <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I I will get I will get there. Why they are uh, Squad Alpha? Isn't that yeah, a Sega game? Squad Alpha. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I will I will I will say uh, a few words about uh, their uh, they scaling on on iOS quite heavily in the last few months actually. Yeah. But like the big factor here is like I would love to know like how many tickets they're actually selling because that's like the big like X factor here. Like I don't know how many users are actually like opting out of the rewarded experience to actually buy these tickets. If you work at Say Games and you want to tell me, I've never worked on a game like this. I would love to know because I think this is very clever. I don't. They are not selling any gachas because haha, there's no none of those in the shop. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, check so that's from an admin perspective. Um, because you we want can... to take on UA, Mate, or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that I, would make I, sense. I yeah. want, but I just want to see, so, like, which which is the, like, top uh, in-app purchases. So, pack of tickets is basically one, two, three, four, fifth best. Uh, uh, pack of tickets is pack of... the forty. For eight forty nine. Okay, so that's on the top five, uh, uh, fifth place in terms of mm -hmm. microtransactions. Yes. So okay, Dream Dale, Dream Dale. I actually downloaded this game like quite a while ago. Uh, How played... far did you guys get, by the way? Not that far. Not that not far. As far as you did, for sure. Yeah. So I, I would I'm say, the only like... one torturing myself with all the forces. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's your job, man. Well, you're the job. only one exposing yourself to the genius admon strategization. That's the, probably the future of our beautiful industry. So, no, you're rewarding yourself. Wow. Oh, okay. Next time, and thank you to a chair for feeding you ads. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> my job. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, it's a very interesting game. I downloaded it before we even uh, thought about like uh, talking about it, and then of course forgot about it. And then I saw ads, and it's like, oh well, this is a game. I think I already downloaded it. So they um, they were targeting me on Facebook, so I 
clicked on the ad and then get uh, go directly into the game. Uh, anyway, so as, as Jakob pointed out, it's survival-based builder. So do you know any any other similar game we reviewed in the past uh, that is something close to this uh, this game? Uh, exa- exactly uh, Frozen City or what? Like, Wildlife Survival or what you said, like Golden Goblins. I mean, when I when I was looking into the creatives, uh, and I, I will show you some of the creatives, you will see where they are getting the inspiration from, honestly. My, my, my bet is the whole game is based on those creatives. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But the, so I looked into the iOS and iOS Android because, uh, you know, everybody's talking about how iOS is dead and everything is dead. And oh my fucking God, they are scaling like crazy on iOS. <laughs> oh my God. So they started recently, and I and by recently I mean like two or three months ago. Uh, so in June they hit 1.1 million downloads on iOS, on iOS only, and this was the top uh, top month for them, uh, even more than than the global launch date uh, or global launch month. And do you know what happened three months ago? Do you have any guess, guys? It was your birthday? Uh, no. In, <laughs> I mean, connect, important update of the connected game. to the... Yeah, well, almost. They started running Aplavin and they mm-hmm. fucking exploded. Suddenly, boom, everything went uh, into the right direction. And I know exactly how they, how they were able to do it. And I will let you know at the end of the end of this part. So unless I watch a reward ad right now, and unless, then I can yeah, yeah. straight away. Uh, you can you can uh, offer me some skippets if you want. <laughs> I have a ticket of skippets. Yeah, if we, if you have a bag of skippets, let me know. Uh, I can tell you right away. Okay, but uh, anyway, in terms of the uh, the revenue, obviously, like top one is US. Then we have what Japan, Germany, UK, South Korea, Canada, Australia, France, Taiwan, and Switzerland. Usual suspects, I guess. Like this is uh, in-app purchases revenue only. But uh, if we look at the um, the UA channel mix app Lavin, then we have Google, Facebook, even Integral, uh, and then Vangle, Unity, and TikTok. So let's actually let's actually sh- talk about the creatives. So so they're playable heavy on app Lavin. So let's let's look at this. And if you stop sharing uh, the screen, I will share the screen, the my, my screen, and then. Uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. So it's the whole thing here. All right. So we have where's the playable here? So tell me, what do you see? Oh, whoops, that's uh, not. Uh, uh, uh. Tell me, what do you see here? <laughs> that's Frozen City. Almost. Mm-hmm. Almost Frozen City. Try another game. Jakub mentioned it before. Golden Goblins. It's Golden Goblins one to one, man. It's one to one, yes. It's just directly. is also copying Golden Goblins. Exactly. So it's just like everything is connected. So this is their top, uh, top creative basically on Applavin, and um, and it's playable, obviously, because this is uh, this is the first time that the game actually plays like exactly this. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I was I was playing the I was playing the the cre- the creative and 
it was actually amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was really satisfying uh, to play this uh, this playable, honestly. But they have like multiple iterations of this, uh, to be honest. And this is like their, I think, third um, third iteration from where they started scaling on Apple. I mean, so every month they have one one new uh, playable, which is good. I mean, if you want to scale Uplavin and other ad networks, you have playables. And if you want to scale heavily, you have more playables. And like every other week, you have a new playable, so you can you can test it, test it out. So this is this is everything that uh, you know. You you just you just play this all over again. Question. Yeah. Did you find actual any fake one? Actual and yeah, fake creatives. Mm-hmm. No, only altered gameplay. Because mm. this is definitely altered gameplay. I mean, it's but, but this is actual do, gameplay. Yeah, I know. Like you do it, you do mm. exactly this in the game, but this, there's like no scene like this. Yeah. No, so, no, no. I mean, the, the, even the three assets used are exactly the same. I know. I know. In the game, how much spend yeah. went through that creative? Do you know roughly? It would be interesting I'm, to know. I don't, but it's oh. it's a top spender, so I, I guess like almost like ninety percent. Okay. Of the of the whole spend, I mean, look. So you don't have this scene, obviously, but. It's exactly what uh, uh, what I mean. It's not totally um, altered gameplay, but whatever. So they have diff- lots of different creatives, and I just want to show you this. Uh... <laughs> what does it? Say? <laughs> this remind one is Frozen you? City. Yeah, it reminds you something. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it Frozen City? Isn't it Red Dead Survival? Oh, <laughs> they were really similar. Man, it's the <laughs> same thing. It's the same game. It's yeah. the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. It's actually. Whoop. My sticker just... Uh... Your Nelly, your Nelly sticker? Yeah, my Nelly sticker. <laughs> I was playing with my daughter, so, you know, sticker. Anyway, so they have different uh, different creatives. Uh, so let's see. So they have all these, like, gameplay-oriented creatives, which is just That's almost like, like a like That's quite realistic. Yeah. Yeah, this is super. But, but, man, as I said, this is the actual. This game. is the game. You literally huh. build the whole estate like this. That yeah. it's like starts an island, and then you just walk up to a counter, and it throws the resources in it, and yeah. bam, land comes out. But does it? But isn't this the the, the hyper casual type of thing that you actually have the the creatives gameplay as a game? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's hyper casual. That's the thing. So you have these like different scenes. I mean. I love these like different cuts. I mean, we we actually did this quite uh, some time in like multiple times in our creatives as well. Just different cuts, and even the music is actually pretty pretty nice. This is all actual gameplay. Nothing yeah. fake in it. I mean, why why would you fake these things? So I mean, the Frozen Cities, I guess that's fake. But they have also like these fights as well, and different cuts. I mean. You know, we said fight scenes, there was exploration, there was like gameplay oriented. I mean, everything is around the gameplay anyway. So you have all these different angles that uh, they are exploring at the moment. Boss fights. Love it. Would you say actually then the, like the, the big unlock for uh, say games on Dream, uh, like on, on this title was just working with App Love? Oh, yeah. I will get there. Jeez. I will get there. So, you know, they have all of, all of this. Like you know, li- <laughs> yeah, Lily. Yeah, that's perfect, right? <laughs> Diablo. Damn. Okay. It's, 
this is like this is the fucking create creativity of your team. It's, it's amazing. So you have Lilith, you have like this Diablo-ish type of creative. I was like, oh well, okay. You <laughs> I know Lilith wait. from Wish. Yeah, Lilith <laughs> from, from Wish. From Wish. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Right, and this this is also look. It's a different style, right? So this is not how the game actually looks like. Yeah, it's a little bit different, but. See this avatar over here uh, from from iOS. I mean, Jakub, you don't know, but mm -hmm. we, we know. It's 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 a good use of this type of like it's 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 different. It's the only time I, someone has ever used it. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I've, this is the first time I've, I've seen it, and I was like, ah, it's actually quite uh, quite interesting. This was the most fakeish that I saw. Yeah, most fake. It was different. Uh, uh, uh different visual style but then uh so they have also different creatives on tiktok obviously is he real yeah he's real yeah he's, he's real hands. nobody's real anymore yeah <laughs> nobody's real yeah the real felix he died two years ago this is just an avatar <laughs> yeah of course so yeah this is uh this is on tiktok and then they have uh, another tiktok because this is fake. Why not? The the voice is fake, obviously. Uh, mm. The gameplay is true. Yeah, the gameplay is true, but then like the everything else is fake. But I guess uh, it's okay. So, what's your Maven Mate position out of this? Yeah, just uh, wait for Maven Mate position because I was really excited. I was really really excited about about uh, about this game. So you know, so they have a lot of different creatives. I love the depth though. Exploration, resource gathering, the, there's also like customization of the character, like not customization per se, but they're showing the character all, all the all the things you can you can have. Leverage the power of loyalty-driven UA with Mistplay. Users discover a collection of curated games to play based on their interests. The more they play, the more units they earn. The more they spend on in-app purchases, they also earn. Units can be redeemed for their preferred rewards, including a variety of gift cards. Tapping into our exclusive and growing community of engaged gamers at a global scale. Loyalty works for any game and genre. All the items. And uh, the avatars from iOS, uh, they also try to, to catch attention with different hooks, and I will show that in the in the post-production because it's like mesmerizing creative uh, so a lot of different angles now how they were able to grow like crazy in uplavi so it seems uh as i said like they're refreshing creatives like every month based on the the tools that we have so and i'm also pretty sure they're mediating with max right uh, felix yeah most likely yeah like most i'm 99 sure this max yeah, yeah yeah me too me too so they're able to run blended rust campaigns what are these, you might ask? Well, the best from both worlds. So you're optimizing for in-app purchases and in-app ad revenue in one campaign. So you have day zero ROAS goal, blended IIP and IAA. And this works like magic, seriously. Like this can scale like fucking wildfire. It Is works so well. Extra good because it's 50-50 probably split here on IEPs and ad revenue is even better. I think I think here the split is even more skewed towards the ads, which makes percent, right? Yeah. <sighs> okay. But yeah, this this definitely works. I've seen a few games that scaled 
heavily thanks to this spending from like going from spending like 20k per day to almost like 200k per day which is like 80% of that is only on Aplavin uh, blended ROAS. So, yes. How, how like, much, just a non-UI yeah. person question, how much of that percentage share you would say would you need in order for this blended thing to work like what, 60-40 or? 60-40, yeah, 70-30 tops, but 60-40, 50-50 is the best. Still, if if you have, I mean, what I've seen, game with 75% in-apps and 25% ads doing super well on blended blended ROAS mm -hmm. because then the uplaving kind of uh, takes the best out of ads so it kind of shifts the the equation the other way around mm -hmm. so you will get like what like 70% of on ads but then like 30% on in-apps on this specific campaign works amazing really really good really good so so that's I think that's how they can also grow quite heavily on iOS and there's like man, we we can see the spike we can see the spike quite quite heavily there. Uh, there's one interesting tidbit. Uh, it's like they opened up TikTok two weeks ago. I showed you the creatives, uh, uh, which is I mean I guess TikTok ish type of creative, but yeah, I think the upload in here is just like the the best thing. Uh, and, and like in, most interesting tidbit. So humble Maven Mate rating ten out of ten. I I'm I was really really I was really really like uh, amazed by the, the all of the different creatives. There's no fake creative. That's the thing. No fake. So you are playing with what you have. You don't need to use fake creatives. You have playables. You have uploading. You have almost like yeah different creatives. You have the Diablo ish oriented creative. And uh, come on, get. So has Apple been made this blended ROAS just specifically for this shift to hybrid casual from hyper hyper casual? Seems like uh, perfect timing, right? No, I think like well, they have it for for a while. I mean, now hybrid casual is just the best use use case, and it's man it doesn't even need to be hybrid casual. It you have way different like way more different genres that have. 50-50 split. So you have you can have idle games, uh, very big ones on the blended ROAS as well. Okay. Do we game. move on to pirate? No, game design part, man. Wait oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost got, almost got him. Um, yeah. So the thing here is that uh, ads are pretty much everywhere uh, to the point where it pretty much diminishes whatever you do in the game. Like uh, farming, no. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. farming no. resources at some point doesn't make sense because it's just much better to watch an ad because just by time ratio, how much time it would take you to farm those whatever 200 apples where you can watch an ad which gives you 100 apples which you can sell for 200 or something gold. So mm. it's very, very, very skewed towards the ads. Like this is a completely different hybrid casual setup compared to something like, let's say, Survivor IO. Because Survivor IO, they don't inflate their economy away. These guys don't have a problem, which, like, whatever you need, you can have it for the ads immediately. Like, like whatever I do, every building, every upgrade, they immediately have, like, plus 100 soft currency ad, like, built in <laughs> that you can watch forever. So... You can literally just sit here and watch ads all the time and you will be progressing very, very far. So there's no caps. 
Or did you see any gaps, Felix? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. So th this is the main exactly. Difference. This needs to be said like pretty straightforward. This is not the hybrid casual model that we've been talking about through Hubby's template or like all the other games. Even mob control to some degree is a little bit more conservative compared to this. Like this is full on ads plus IAPs. So so why do we even talk about this game if it's not hybrid casual? It is hybrid casual, oh, I'm okay. just saying. It's just a different kind of a side of a, a coin. It's a different okay. take on hybrid casual. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the Felix take. <laughs> Why are you yeah. so mean? Why are you so mean? so mean? Like, it's the ads, man. <laughs> the ads, ads make you angry? <laughs> The... You play too much waifu games. That's why you're not uh, used to these ads. This yeah, is how a majority yeah. of like you know games are discovered. These guys Ow. are just giving back to the gaming community oh, by allowing pub advertisers to showcase ads in their games. Well, yeah, just, just uh, buy skip it. One thing that I really don't like, or let's say I think is a missed opportunity, is that they don't sell gachas within the whole like oh, they took the archer HP attack itemization. I'm. I haven't even seen any difficulty within the combat system or like this whole kind of combat system seemed ducted to it. Like that's what I wanted to say because the combat system is just like you need there. to no, no, you need to go there because there's no way to get gems. And for gems you actually build like statues and these blueprints and all these like high level things that they have here. But the only way to get them reliably is to go into dungeons. Mm. So you need to go there. So there's some pool there, but it's kind of duct taped. So there's a big mix opportunity because also in the shop, like I cannot spend on my gear. There's nothing here. Like you would, even the pirate raid has gacha in it. So like, there's definitely a mix opportunity where I think this game could make much more money on IAP. Yeah, they side. have ga they have gacha gacha in there, but the game is dying. So well done. <laughs> ah, no, we'll get there. The and yeah, it's it's pretty much built on forcing you to have the skippets and the like the whole thing like to get rid of ads because there's literally interstitials all the way. Like it's not that that that, that bad as in the pirate game. That's that's even worse. But yeah, it, it's there. <laughs> on the other hand, the other interesting thing is that in my opinion, this game was wholly built by UA. Like I'm sorry, but the, like the whole thing, the premise. Why? Why are you sorry? It's amazing. No, no, I was just saying like UA people pretty much took over the job of the product people here because UA is the product fit here. That's 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 the whole thing. Like it's just that creative being Yes, and we, we can end there. Thank you very much for listening. It's <laughs> like not saying that the game is bad. Like the game's actually pretty amazing from the start. Like I was yeah. really, really liking it in the first when I built this whole thing. Like you start with a small island and then you like by the way, there's no map and you get lost there. Uh, would be glad if they could have some something like that. But the game is pretty good in the beginning, and the genius of the concept is that they offloaded all of the like UIs and buildings and whatever simulation part where you click here, upgrade here, upgrade there. You don't need to care about anything. You just walk into somewhere. The game does everything for you. So you mm. stand near trees, it shops them for you. You stand near a building, it builds it for you. Nothing you need to do. Just one button control. Genius. That's great. Uh, other than that, it's very rudimentary RPG survival. So for a person that never played this kind of a whatever, like it's actually a little <laughs> bit close to Stardew Valley, it could be amazing. Like, don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's kind of a... So what gacha would you add on to this? Like the easiest thing to make a big improvement? But they have the gacha here. Like, why, why, don't, why don't they do something with it? Like, I want to have better gear, but why would I want to have better gear if there's no difficulty within the dungeons? Like, yep. I can, I can you do don't need everything. It. Like, yeah. You don't, I, need, you don't it. need it. Like, 
why? I, I want to have challenging bosses or whatever, or some kind of a, you know, gate king. Yeah. So there's a missed opportunity, definitely. But my guess is that, uh, yeah, it fits them well, even with the current state where everything kind of goes along its way. Like, lastly, I was putting sheep into a sheep mixer that was giving me wool or whatever thing there. Was there. Yeah, literally, I'll show you. I was but, putting but sheep the, in the sheep mixer. But the gameplay is kind of nice. They have this kind of reference design. You have seen the hand from Adam's family or the sheep or yeah. Lilith or whatever they have there. So it, it's 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 still kind of good. But the interesting thing for me and the like the lesson from me on this game will be ua can build your game literally like yeah. ua can build your game profitably and my guess is that by there our you usual, like, <clears throat> there you uh, go accuracy standards we are underestimating the game revenue by 50 percent probably oh maybe well even more. i mean the delta between the two the uh, two platforms that we use or yeah it's like crazy it's just it's huge and also numbers you can't like yeah yeah and also yeah uh, from the the discussions we had uh so we are underestimating the revenue quite heavily so it's like what like three or four times usually so what we say yeah double or triple so my we are we are getting to, to real numbers my realist remo rating would be eight out of ten and if you would have that gacha, you would get nine or ten. But because you don't have it, like yeah, please paste it somewhere. You will get much more revenue and make dungeons challenging at, at some point. But yeah, other than that, the game's like as I said, builds built as a perfect funnel for UA and yeah. for everything. No, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, pirate raid. Yeah, Do you want continue to do with the pirate raid. Right yeah, 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 let's get some yeah, gameplay like... and pirate raid up. Oh my god. I have very little to say this, but yeah. <laughs> why are you so Why are you so excited about the pirate game? It's... I love pirate. Who doesn't like pirates? Man, there's like deficiency of pirate games in the market. We all want them, and we you don't know why? Them. Because it, yeah, I need it to doesn't... hold up my closer view. Yeah, because it doesn't work. I mean, it, it works it... great. Yeah, I see. I see it. it, it it's all yeah. The game is why dead. Don't the, why don't you have the Queen Anne's Revenge? Like yeah, that's the boat you should be on, and that level. What? The game is dead. It works super well. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you can start, Felix. Yeah, the uh, pirate raid, I guess, is uh, another interesting take on hybrid casual. Uh, <laughs> it's got all the hallmarks of a hybrid casual. It's got banners, inters, and rewarded videos. However, uh, the data tool I've been using, which is the world's worst, I guess, has been told me that the DAU is quite small. So, yeah. It's quite small like because the game is dead. Yeah, the game is dead. Right? iOS is pretty much non-existent. <laughs> Uh, the gameplay is fun, but I'm going to say something that's going to sound a bit foreign, but like the admon is way too aggressive here. Oh, <laughs> this is a first. <laughs> yeah, no, wow. like, I played for about 40 or 50, like 40 minutes and like it takes like not very long. And you start getting hit with so many interstitials and like there's not that much cooldown between them. So like it just feels like they went way too aggressive on how many rewarded ads and how many interstitials you need to watch. And the thing that also sticks out to me here, like Rima, if you stop sharing this screen just for a little minute. Uh, so Mintigral have come out with this new end card template on interstitials and rewarded uh, videos. And I think they take the reward now for the most annoying end card in our industry. <laughs> so I just did a little recording and I'm going to share it. Man, uh, if I need to edit this again in the post-production because you can't share then I will just fucking see. Table. I prepared it because I knew you were going to complain. <laughs> so, if we start okay. with interstitial, you see here, 
<laughs> it's already 20 seconds and you can skip it right but like skip it <laughs> you get to the end and there's a playable <laughs> and then okay. you can't skip the interstitial after you start the playable so this is the interstitial one it's not that bad so now you How can skip it and then you have to click out of it it's 32 seconds but you can skip out after i think it was 14 or 15 seconds but the real annoying one is the new format they brought out on rewarded video and oh, choose your yeah man it's so <laughs> annoying so you, first of all you're hit with this choice you have to choose yeah which ad you're going to watch and you have 10 seconds to choose or and, and the thing play. is the thing is is if you click on one of the videos you're punished because then actually if you don't wait the 10 seconds it actually restarts a timer from like 30 seconds so, <laughs> the big thing that you want to do is for the love of God, like choose. <laughs> Otherwise, you get a longer ad experience. So anyway, you see it kind of, <laughs> yeah. And you get twenty seconds here, and you have the SK overlay at the bottom. So you watched at the end of this, you watched an ad for thirty seconds. Hey, I'm yeah. I hope you will get <laughs> with the play, SK play overlay, and then like when this finishes, right? That's when you expect the ad to be over. But no. This is not when it finishes, because this is when it jumps into the playable yes, for yes. five seconds. <laughs> and then Amazing. when the playable finishes, SK overlay over the whole screen. And then you have to oh. click another X button and then another X button. And then you're out. <laughs> well, so I saw I saw this like uh, choose the video. It's is it Mintegral only? Yeah, it's Mintegral. Or? It's Mintegral is the only oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. I saw it, I saw it once or twice already. Yeah, like uh, AdMob do something similar, but it's not as annoying where they basically bunch together two 15-second videos uh, like mm. in the 30-second ad slot. But yeah, just wanted to yeah. highlight it because it came yeah, up quite can, a lot you can share the, Yeah, yeah if you can share again the gameplay. Oh, man. It's I mean... Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to the, play a game, but then you're just watching rewarded videos? Oh, not, yeah. even, not even a rewarded video. Yeah, you're watching, yeah. Yeah. But you're this playing one was way too... Like, this is way too... So they have banners. You're I, I playing counted. interstitial game. I think, like, I don't know how long the gameplay is here, but I'm, I suspect banners, impressions per DAU is about 50. Impa impressions per DAU on interstitial is seven. And I counted myself watching seven rewarded ads as well. <laughs> So like it's about 50-50 split or something like that because it's so aggressive. Um, it gives you about 13.7k a day. Uh, me and Mattia have very different DAU levels or IAP levels. IAP uh, levels so yeah. basically Mattia said it makes 3k a day in IAPs and Mai says it makes around 8.5k a day in IAPs in the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah either fifth like either it's like forty four percent or sixty percent of the game's revenue yeah. from ads. But okay. yeah, that's just the delta between the two. But really so, cool like take because I like pirate games, but it's just a bit too much to play. Like I can't. You can't play literally. That's yeah. The you, you can't yeah. play. Yeah, you can't play. So again, uh, okay. So again, why are we even talking about this game? Because uh... it's too aggressive. Okay, because uh, again, because we're talking about failures and wins also. Oh, of course. Yeah, so Dreamdale uh, is definitely a win. This is yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not okay, I guess yeah. We should yeah, yeah okay. We should balance the uh, the success. That's true. Because this game is dead. He's dead. <laughs> is there that was so the, uh, Eastern European Nelly? <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Don't worry. Uh, so it's uh, it's the unfortunate shark thing happened in terms of downloads. And since then, uh, we see decline. So they had this peak 
uh, of revenues, which was 260,000 in March. So I guess what if even if it's like for half a mil from the other tool, on in-apps, uh, I'm not sure like this is not even close to, to Dreamdale. So, but okay. In terms of the UA channel mix, uh, I was like this this game feels like uh, it's not on the top of the say game spending list because they have Aplavin, well, obviously, Google, Facebook, and TikTok. So Aplavin is running since the beginning, but they only have one playable, which is basically a video they run. So uh, they yeah they run on the, on, on Aplavin as well. So they fake? even pull... what is it fake or not? No, it's just the gameplay. Mm -hmm. Was oh, that interstitial? Oh, how surprising. How surprising. <laughs> so they, you know, they even post Facebook in June. So I guess they have the bare minimum to keep this game alive. But for how long? And what does it mean <laughs> live in this? Uh, in this yeah, by the way, that's the question for me. If they at some point can uh, conclude that this game is not worth, worth like, you know, expanding anymore. So let's squeeze as much ads out of possible. So let's I go think so as well. Felix on it. <laughs> or, or it was like that before from the start. <laughs> no, I think I think yeah, they saw the game is not doing that well, so it's like, oh well, let's squeeze the most out of the players, and then just slap the like, interstitials in your face every ten seconds. Can you fight goddamn Scylla, please. It's right up there. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight him. Yeah. Sorry. Because like this is literally like if I if I would imagine Felix with like Dragon Ball Z ads power, like this is it. Like there's so much ads it's yeah. everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. You can't play it. Like it's prohibiting. Like pretty much whatever you do, like you just cannot. And, yeah. Uh, Honestly, like you can you can always see like how much resources, effort, and and like money is allocated to each game based on the uh, the creative mix as well, and the the UA channel mix because they have only very few different videos. They see that was that was a minute and a half. Or like yeah. less than a minute yeah. and a half less between interstitials. Like literally black mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just oh again. Vangalad. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, we need to do the the, uh, the episode where you just say which uh which <laughs> uh, network test is it. Test yeah, I'll test you. <laughs> again, in terms of creatives, and I will show it in the post production because it's uh, it's not that interesting, um honestly. Uh it's just classic loose upgrade win scenarios. There's only one interesting creative of Kraken destroying ships. Can you show it? Oh yeah, you can show it. Yeah. I can show it right now. Well, well uh, there is there it is. <laughs> what? Oh well, well I will we'll show you in the, the post production. Anyway, uh, like, it's, it's, okay. you know it's uh, it's not that interesting. And there are like few leveling up videos uh, that you level up ship and then just destroy different things. So, yeah, I guess, again, just to balance out the Dreamdale success, uh, we need to talk about something very lame and ads heavy. And I see this video creative like third or fourth time uh, while you play minutes. this. Yeah. yeah terrible. But it looks like they're on a 60 second timer on interstitial, which is yeah. impressive. Oh, man, it's, uh, it's impressive. Well, anyway, um, so Humble, Humble Maven Matei rating 2 out of 10. Uh, and two is only because of the Kraken video. <laughs> Godemzilla is actually better. This yeah, Godemzilla is actually quite funny. So yeah. second map. Okay, so let me do my take. This one actually looked a little bit more promising when I started it because there's decks, what? There's gachas. Gacha there's like a lot of spend depth actually in the game. 
The problem Nobody is, cares about. Yeah, yeah I'll get cares to it. About the it. problem is that the core gameplay is a little bit half-assed. That's the problem. <laughs> because honestly, this kind of a one-button control, you just control the ship and it attacks automatically. It is kind of sporadic from the times of uh, Warcraft 3 Battle.net, where we all play this like genius map called Battleships, oh where... If I see the Age of Magic ad again, I will just kill myself right away. <laughs> so just wait one, one minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you would control the ship and it would with much fire upon enemy ships itself and you would just control the direction, like very similar gameplay. You didn't need to position yourself here because here imagine like i always need to position myself i cannot just you know run away and it would fire i know it's it's kind of accurate but in the end it is a hassle to control so i would definitely remove that because it worked much better back then maybe and if the you control thing, it on your phone and not on your pc it, it would doesn't be better. matter man you still need to <laughs> move over either to port or starboard uh the other thing is that the weapons there was the whole gameplay and like how it was interesting there's literally nothing to do here you just do these like whatever 50 quests that are all the same you just go in this kind of a random roundish area that have like other ships on top of it and that's it like it's fun for 10 minutes that's it like there's no like other kind content progression there's and in those 10 minutes you don't have time to watch enough ads to make yeah. the ltv calculation yeah. profitable <laughs> ads that kill you in the first place like they they like my guess is they set up this kind of uber ad setup only afterwards they figure out it's not worth their time but there seems to have like a lot of vectors in the game in order to kind of you have the vectors and systems there. but you can see with the banner placement like that's half-assed like it's going yeah, on with the yeah. gameplay screen like it's, it's going quick, quick and dirty yeah 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 so my guess is they, they they were probably trying and had like a promising prototype and then at some point they said screw it let's like milk it but oh, they, no, I mean, look, it's it's that after the, I mean, not that because the revenue was increasing until March, uh, then it started, it peaked and it started to decline again. But downloads, like, they stay on you know, a yeah, very yeah. minimum level. Yeah, the, the thing is that I've seen a few games actually on the market that are trying this exact core gameplay. I haven't seen a successful one yet. We'll keep an eye on it because I think eventually it will be a successful game as I've seen it in Warcraft 3 Battle.net like Dota came out of it and like all the other mods like the tower defenses and everything but you need to execute it properly this game just doesn't have content to stand on its legs so even though compared to Dreamdale this actually have a gacha these have like a spend up system it is actually pretty heavy like look at all the abilities of the like sailors and everything there's a lot of things to kind of go through but um, yeah if you don't really use it for anything else than killing goddamn zillas that gets interrupted by interstitials it's <laughs> really not worth it your time so yeah unfortunately that that's bad but the other thing is interesting here that you can screw it up even though you are you know on the right track i would say so gacha won't save you that that's the other kind of a, a learning here that like just slapping the archero or whatever kind of six slot model and putting mm. gacha in it and then proclaiming that oh it will now make money from iaps also isn't like the best thing ever if your core gameplay just isn't worth it so i guess they had to like in my opinion whoever was prototyping this they missed the point that core gameplay is not only like you being able to shot ships that, that's that's not core gameplay you need to have some kind of a like 
within level progression or whatever, like why I'm doing this all the time, if it doesn't make any sense. And to watch to ads. It, you do this yeah. two more times. And, and, and so you Felix... turn into like a matrix ad watching machine. Like you're still yeah. to... <laughs> And to Felix's point, by the way, why would I even upgrade any other ship? Because every other ship that I would start upgrading would start from scratch with the same exact stats. So why would I invest the gold again? Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense at all. So some of the things are really half-assed, unfortunately, but yeah, I guess I'll keep a lookout for everybody that will actually execute this core pirate gameplay properly. At the end, not this one. Which will be nobody. The last lesson here is that this is pretty much the complete other end of the spectrum. Like we had like Survivor IO, then we have Dreamdale, and then we have this, which pretty much force feeds you all the ads that it can. So don't do this. I would say it definitely is not worth it. I would even argue that adding more gacha and challenging the dungeons in Dreamdale and cutting on force feed ads could help also, but would definitely worth the try or an A-B test. But yeah, the, this this model won't work at all, in my opinion. Like force feeding you all the all the all the things would, would would probably work within hyper casual, but not something that wants to be hybrid casual and it's not. So let's see. So yeah, four out of ten. Yeah, way Ooh. too aggressive on the For house. effort. No, no. For effort? Oh, nice. Okay. All right. So we have we had Dreamdale, which is amazing or good enough. Oh, how, uh, it's really good. I mean, before, before we wrap up and finish, I just wanted to ask, like, how would you say, like, if you sum up, say, games and Voodoo's forays into mm. hybrid casual, how would you say they differ and how would you say they're the same? Um, or who does are, it better? Yeah, who does it? Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, say, games. Games. I think the so problem, too, right? The problem with Voodoo 1 is that they don't have many of these and it's still better to have like five failed pirate raids in your portfolio because you actually see how many other prototypes they killed already. So they're, like the frequency they're probably putting on is much higher than what Voodoo already has with hybrid casual, not hyper casual, just hmm. like note there. Uh, the other thing is that you keep on piling knowledge also because of all these fails. So as I said, 10 failed pirate raids is still better than just one good mob control. Okay, but we don't know how many failed uh, uh, games Voodoo has. Um, what? Uh, you don't. You, you would see something at least in the portfolio. Why? Why not? Why, why say games keep them on? Like, yeah, that's, like... uh, yeah I, I'm asking the same question. Why would you have the, the dead game and just support it with the, like minimum uh, UI? Maybe they're working on it and trying to do a, a different iteration. Don't know, but the other interesting thing is that you don't see a pattern between these two games, like you would see between, let's say, hobby portfolio. Like there's a clear template there. None of these guys doesn't seem to have a template, which yet. I think is a yeah yet, yet. which is yet. a problem currently because it's even in the article from Neil it says that those are both built by individual studios that are. It's, thing, it's not yeah game. yeah. It's uh, what which I think Estotti the, and uh, the other one was what, what yeah was. yeah. Uh, they're still lack, lacking the lacking the you know the synergies between it because you cannot get to the point where you're just reinventing the wheel like you need to have just like this is the template this is the like ip system this is the gacha for an rpg this is the mm. whatever you want to build multiple of these templates so you can like not every core gameplay fits and like roguelite rpg and then you can, you know, increase the frequency. It's all about the frequency. You need to have as many shots as possible to get that next hybrid casual hit. So, yeah, it's better than Voodoo, but still not there. But definitely, I would, I would guess that 
the Dreamdale one is like the next generation of hybrid casual games. Like if, if we mm. would start with Archero and Survivor IO at some point, this is the next gen where the creative is actually the gameplay. Well, but Archer and Survivor IO they have also the uh the creative as a gameplay. Um Man. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For most part, yeah. Yeah. Most part. Uh, Archer Archer no. Survivor IO, yes. Archer started with the yeah, Archer started. Archer also has that like whatever like thousand zombies running and you know whatever bullshit that they don't have that in game. Now yes, because they found out that it it actually works quite well with Survivor. Yeah, but it's a, it's a you know it's a spectrum. It's not like one yeah. to one. Okay. All right. I guess that's it. That's a wrap. Yeah. yeah. And play Dave the Diver. Trust Dave. me. You will thank me later. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Remo, for later. Thank, thank Remo. Uh, thank you, Remo. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please keep subscribing. Share the, the podcast with your industry friends, colleagues, dogs and cats. And see you next time. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Exactly. We are all, all already uh, already bigger, so it's fine. So it's okay. So how nice being we... bigger. Yeah. Oh, sure. But you know, you, you can't be a big dick. That's 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 true. Thing. How should we go about this? Uh, uh, Admon first, or what do you do want to do? Game, game design. Should I just do don't want same? Remo to steal my thunder on the Admon side on Dreamdale because it's genius. I can go last. Like no worries there. No. no <laughs> what should we do? What makes yeah. sense here? Oh, like the usual one. Like, can you, uh, when you I do the first. admin part, can you show gameplay, Remo? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, wait, I need to prepare something. <laughs> it will be more interstitial than gameplay. Sorry, the pirate one keeps sending itself into interstitial. <laughs>